Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we are jumping off in hour two of the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Getting you ready for LSU at McNeese tonight in Death Valley. Going to be nice, Herb, to also see fans at full capacity in Tiger Stadium. A site we haven't seen since uh, 2019, the 2019 National Championship season as we continue to deal with the pandemic. But um, it's going to be nice to see fans out there. Uh, but I want to, before we get to LSU and McNeese, I don't know if you saw it, Herb, but I know you have a great respect for our nation's military. Uh, at, at West Point, the uh, U.S. Military Academy in West Point, New York, at Mikey Stadium, every player on the team for Army ran out of the tunnel with American flags and showing support for the victims of 9-11. That was a pretty uh, heart-moving a uh, moving moment, that's for sure. I did not see that, but I will definitely uh, Google that or something and, and, and go back and watch that because I, I just want to feel the chills myself and see it. Now, I know it wouldn't be live, but at the end of the day, it's just a sight to see, right? That many American flags just flying, uh, you know, around the football field with, 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 with some guys who put their, their lives on the line too. You know, they will be doing that anyway. Um that's an awesome. That's an awesome sight. I, I can only imagine how beautiful that looks. Yeah, it was goosebump kind of moments. That's for sure. Herb, I gotta tell you, you and I. What I want to do is, you've never been to Mikey Stadium, right? I have not, but um, you know, my son was recruited by them, and um, yeah. he decided not to go. Um, but he didn't take a visit though. I wanted him to go take a visit so we can go see it, but we didn't. We didn't. He, um, he kind of opted out of the visit or whatnot, so we didn't get an opportunity to go. But I would love to well, go. Yeah, I think you and I should plan a trip to go up there, uh, maybe an LSU's open date, and go to, go see an Army ga- Army game up there at yeah, Mikey Stadium, yeah. a legendary bucket list kind of venue. Uh, it, look, it's it's all mine. Let's do it. Let's make sure we make it happen. One, one of these years, let's make it happen, buddy. All right, shifting gears to LSU and McNeese, and we, we kind of set our piece. I think, I think you're finished with last week, right? You've moved on, Herb. Um, the last thing I want to say about last week um, is, you know, obviously being a former quarterback, when number 14, I actually 
Um, I, you know, I, I I thought that Max played a, a good game, as good as he could play under the, the rest. You know, I thought he threw for 330 yards, 56 completion percentage, you know, 26 of 46. Three touchdowns, one intercept. I mean, he did everything he could do to 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 help the team win. He just needed some help. So if he could have got the help up front, and then you know if we'd had any sort of running game, I think I think we would have did a lot better. Probably won that game, but that would have been a great confidence booster for Max. So, um, and I just I just hope that this does not break his confidence, and then we move forward from that, and then he does well. Yeah, I don't blame him for uh, nope much at all. In particular, though. I mean, he was inaccurate, but my my deal is he was called upon. I mean, shame on the coaches. He was called in his third ever start, called upon to throw the ball 46 times. Come 46, on. 46, that's crazy. <laughs> that's way too many. That's about 15 too many. 30, 31, okay, I could understand that. But Well, well here's, the, here's the other thing, too. It just straight, uh, when I, I say drop back, but he was in the shotgun. But, you know, it just there was no 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 creation, you know, no pocket. play action. They didn't move nothing, the pocket at know? all, nothing. They didn't roll a pocket, didn't move it, they didn't do anything. So, and that's difficult. And you said he was inaccurate, but he was under duress most of the time. And there's, you know, there's a couple of quarterbacks that are great under duress and that are perfectly accurate. And these guys are what we call the goat in the NFL. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Drew Brees, Tom Brady, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see. There's no way that Max Johnson could be that. I just don't. I just don't feel. I just don't see that that happening. But they, they put him on the. Uh, in 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 the awkward situations, and they never ever change. And I think that's what your biggest gripe was about the whole situation last week. So now I'm it done. Was. All right, um, moving on. So you know I'm a big I'm a big Star Wars guy, right? Um, yeah. You know, and yeah, it's Coach Ed Ogeron against McNeese and yeah. Cody <laughs> Ogeron, the quarterback for the McNeese Cowboys, and yeah. It's kind of like that Darth Vader moment when he tells Luke, "I am your father." I am. You know, <laughs> it's either that one or it's like on. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Life with uh, Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence, but you yeah. know, um, in that movie, um, rest in peace. But Bernie Mac had a line, and his line went, "Out of pappy." <laughs> Wait, is that the one where they were in prison? Right? They were in prison. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great movie. So I've got that baby's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, that's pretty awesome, though. You know, this is – for Cody, I bet you this is a great moment for him to be able to play in Tiger Stadium yeah. against his dad, who is the head coach of LSU. And he's probably grown up wanting to play for LSU in Tiger Stadium, right? But, hey, you come back as kind of as like the, the – the, you could be the spoiler here, right? Um I, I think it's going to be interesting to see. And, you know, somebody, I heard somebody say this earlier in the week. Will Coach O throw the kitchen sink at his son as far as on defense? Are they going to blitz him from all kinds of ways and do all these different things? And, you know, I don't – it's going to be interesting to see. But I know Coach O is going to want to come out of there with a victory, at least winning by 30-something points. I can, I can assure you that. Now, how they get to that point, I don't know. Well, who knows the psyche of Cody Ogeron better than his father and Ed Ogeron in terms of how mentally tough he is. And I, I know because Bobby told me he's he's tough physically and mentally, so he's not going to get rattled too much. But again, you know, you got a son that played college football. Could you coach against him and, and really 
and, and so and say, you know what, this is business, and I don't care. It's I don't care that it's my son. I I got I got a team to coach, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do what's best for my team to win. If I coached against that? him, if I coached against him, I would make it as difficult as I possibly could for him to be successful. And and the reason why I say that I would do that is because that's what I did growing up. I wanted him to understand that that's what life is going to do, right? As teaching him to become a man, you have to teach him that life is not going to take it easy on you, no matter what it is. It's not going to give you anything. You got to go out and earn it. And that's how you gain respect. And that's how you gain respect as a man in this world. And at the end of the day, I think that my son understands that. And he would understand that this is for three hours or two and a half hours, however long the game lasts. One of us has got to win the game. And guess what? I'm going out here to win the game. <laughs> I'm not going out here. I love you, but I'm going to show you what, it, what time of day it is. And then after the game, I'm going to give you a hug and a kiss, tell you I love you again. I know it, I could do just it. That for, simple. I know I could do it for sure just because, man, when I was growing up, if if I was playing basketball outside, outside or we'd go to the gym with my dad and we'd play a little one-on-one, and he, he didn't cut me he any slack. You. He didn't no, cut no. me any slack. And I, when I'm playing <laughs> – Competitively on with things with my kids, I don't I, I don't just let them win. I, I refuse. You know, you got to earn victories. It's hard to. It's hard. I sounded like Les Miles there for a minute, but uh, you you gotta you gotta earn those W's. Just like when you, when you go for your job interview, I'm not teaching you finishing seconds. Okay, I want you to get I want you to get that job. And if you have to learn some painful lessons along the way, physically and mentally, so be it. Well, that's what that's what it's going to be, and that's what that's what fathers and sons do, right? We're not. So, so, so we're 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 father and son. We're not best friends. We're not you know first cousins or whatever. You know, we're father and son. So I have to show him, or, or you know, show my son, you know, where I failed at in life, right? And to help him not to do those things, but also show him how life is actually going to treat him. And in this particular situation with this football game, Coach O clearly has the best you know squad for sure. Let's say that. And they're also playing at, in Coach O's house. So right now it's like all the advantage goes to LSU and Coach O's run. Now and Cody and and you know and, and Frank Wilson. So this that's another caveat to this game, right? Frank Wilson used to be running back coach at LSU, um, the also the recruiting coordinator. And at the time when he was at LSU, he was the number one recruiting coordinator mm-hmm. in in the country. So. That's a whole nother uh, uh, dynamic of this game. So it's like Nick Saban playing against Kirby Smart. I'm going to show you how much better I am than you, even though you are now a head coach, right? So let's see how that goes. <laughs> well, unfortunately, uh, Nick Saban is better than everybody, unfortunately. But well, I wouldn't say unfortunately because he did touch this program at LSU and, be, and helped it to become what it is today. So I appreciate him for that. No, I, for sure. But, I mean – I don't appreciate the success he's had at Alabama. <laughs> he's Herb, Herb Tyler. I'm Christian Garrick. It is the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Our phone lines are open on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text lines at 504-260-1870. I want to kind of mix the conversation here, um, and that is on this 20th anniversary of 9-11, call in and tell us where you were, what you were doing when you saw these terrorist attacks unleashed on our country and also um could you coach against your own son uh as a father 504-260-1870 and you could also give your take on lsu and mcneese it's going to be in all likelihood a decisive victory for the lsu tigers but what do you want to see 
tonight in order to, to get that victory? What do you want to see improvements? Where do you want to see improvements for the LSU Tigers against McNeese? Call us at 504-260-1870. You can also shoot us a text on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Lines at 504-260-1870. He's Herb. I'm Christian. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL. I'm not right next to Herb, Tyler, but I – I know if I know him well, he's kind of you know I'm rocking. Moving. Yeah, you're you're shaking your shoulders a little bit. You know, that's trying, right. Trying to cut a rug a little bit. Back you here know, on the Gulf Coast know. Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate and Show, Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, right to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text lines. We find Jeff. What's up, Jeff? You're on WWL. Hey, how's it going? Good man. Hey, Jeff. All right. Hey, uh, I, I I hope there's not any reverberation. I'm on my speaker in my car. Uh, you're good. You sound good, Jeff. All right. Yeah, uh, I had heard you uh, just talking about where you were or whatever on September 11th. Yeah, and, yeah uh, where were you? I was actually in my last year of residency in, at NYU, and so we ended up down at uh, Ground Zero oh, uh, that wow. night. Yeah. So uh, it was it was pretty crazy. Holy cow. Well, just to Yeah, I can that. only imagine, man. I can only imagine. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I so I uh, actually have my scrubs and some things in a, in a display case that thankfully it made it through the hurricane, but uh, the office got wiped out the front of it. Uh, but I was able to salvage, like, uh, you know, a lot of the memorabilia because we were there that first night, and then um, uh, I met some people on that first night. They kind of had us triaged uh, over it across. I think it was uh, I forget the name of the hotel. It was it was either Marriott or Century, something or other, and uh, they had us setting up like eyewash stations for the firefighters because they there was so much debris and smoke. And so they would just come in, and there were two chairs. You know, there was a row of chairs with the backs against each other, and then all the residents were in between the chairs, and so we just had an eye wash. And when they would sit down, we'd just go down the line and wash their eyes out, and they'd go back out. And uh, What were they saying? They like, had, what, would they, what would they say? Did you catch any conversations between them? Not really. I mean, nobody was really saying much. Okay. You know, it was uh, just all I action, huh, Jeff? Just trying to do what? It's all action, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think everybody just still was kind of in shock and couldn't believe what they were seeing. You know, I mean, the debris field, you know, when I've done interviews for, like, TV stations and stuff on the anniversaries, um, I mean, the, the debris field, was probably about as big as the French Quarter and the Superdome area combined. You know, it Goodness was gracious. huge. And the footstep, obviously, of where the, the towers were was, you know, I mean, that whole big square right there was about the size of the Superdome and the arena put together, you know. Mm-hmm. And all the, all the, uh, I guess, the, the structure that had come down, was about as high above the ground as, I guess, about the Superdome. But then you also had levels below where the subways were and parking and stuff that was underground that as you were walking, like, kind of 
where I had gotten dropped off. And from there to the hotel, you had to be real careful because you may be walking on a piece of steel. And I remember this. Uh, it was an EMT guy that was escorting me, and he said, be careful because, you know, it dropped off about a good couple of stories underneath it. And it was all on fire, you know. Wow, that's amazing. I I, yeah. I never even yeah. thought about the I guess the underground you know construction or you yeah, know like either. you said parking and subway I didn't even think about that. That's unique. Yeah, yeah, because there was uh, from the hotel that we were in triaging people and uh, you know they had us. We didn't know what we were going to see that first night, so we had almost like trauma setups for people, uh, but. There was really, you know, I mean, there was nobody to be found. And so I remember walking down an escalator to where uh, it was like a subway stop underneath the World Trade Center where they would drop, you know, it was one of the stops. And, uh, like, the, the clock was frozen at that time. And then there was debris and stuff all underneath there. And then kind of where the turnstiles were where you would walk through, all that metal had collapsed in, and you really couldn't walk any further past that. But, yeah, it was, I mean, it, it went underground. Like they were showing towards the end, you can kind of see below this, the street level how far down it went, that big hole where it was. Wow. Jeff, that's, a, that's an amazing description, and it puts yeah. a lot of things in perspective and scale. Uh, thank you for what you did uh, for those first responders yeah. in the aftermath of that terrorist attack. Jeff, thanks for the phone call, and thanks for sharing that thank story. You. Yeah, That's magnificent. Awesome. Oh, sure thing, and thank you for being a Marine, too. Uh, the military guys are probably some of the few people when they would ask me about, you know, September 11th. It's, it's kind of, I give the analogy, it's like, you know, y'all, Y'all see a lot of things that are hard to describe unless you're there physically, you know. So they have kind of a different appreciation, a lot of the military people, for, you know, kind of what we saw and what we went through being down there. I can't imagine. I just can't. Jeff, thanks for the phone call. Thank you, man. All right. We'll step away and come back. Mike Dettelier, NFL and college football analyst, is next here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. On the home of the Tigers, WWL. And welcome back to the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL. If I can, I want to brag just a tad before we get into this segment. Um, did you see Navy's football uniforms today, Herb, by chance? I did, I did not. No, I did not. Ooh, Let me check them out. Wee. They look they, good? They finally, finally showed the Marine Corps some love. The Marines are uh, obviously a, a part of the Navy. Um, and... They've got the Eagle Globe and Anchor of the Marines on their helmet. It's a white helmet. And they've got the blue pants with the red stripe down the side, which Marines wear in their dress blue and Delta uniforms. So it looks really sharp. And just to kind of educate people out there, traditionally officers, um, staff non-commissioned officers, and non-commissioned officers of the Marine Corps wear this scarlet red stripe on their dress blue trousers to commemorate the, the courage and tenacious fighting of the men who fought in Battle of Chapultepec in September of 1847. So it's been a staple of those uniforms hmm. since 1847. NFL college football analyst Mike Dettelier joining us now. Mike, I bet you didn't know that, huh? You know a lot of things, but I, don't, I bet you didn't know that about the, 
about the Marines, huh? No, that one I didn't know, Christian. But I, I did meet two Marines today. They both wanted me to tell you that they appreciate you always mentioning the Marines, and uh, it's like the Delta Force here now on the Bayou. <laughs> they have they have arrived, uh, so to speak. And so they wanted both of them wanted me to tell you that man, they listen to WWL all the time, but they wanted me to tell you hello, brother. Sure thing. Semper Five. You see him back, just tell him that one's from me. And you can say it, Mike, because I said you can. Even though you're not a Marine, you can you can certainly say it. Yeah, Pass they that told along me. To uh, yeah, they, they told me I can't say it back to another Marine. So, But uh, but I got uh, dispensation this week. Or well, the last yeah. two weeks I've been getting dispensation for a lot of things. So uh, I'm yeah. good. Before we get into LSU McNeese, Mike, um, you're down on Lafouche Parish, man. One of the parishes just absolutely crushed by Hurricane Ida. If you could, it's a new audience every day, and, and, and I just want to give you the opportunity to describe what residents of Lafourche Parish are facing in the aftermath of Hurricane Ida. It's a major rebuild. Um, you know, I've said this before, it ain't a sprint. It's a marathon, a major one. And, man, you know, so many people have stepped up to help people here. So many people have lost a lot of uh, almost everything. You know, I have a friend of mine just paid off his house two years ago and um, totally destroyed. So, or two months ago, I should say, not two years ago, but two months ago, totally destroyed with this. And so, man, you know, you, you're in the shock for the first couple of days of seeing the devastation here. Uh, but, you know, these are resilient people. They're tough. Yes, they are. Uh, they're getting help from so many different agencies and who still need it. But I can't thank the people from outside the area enough for what they've done to come here to help out for food, for water, tarp, um, you know, ice, everything. Uh, it's a long rebuild, but, you know, even a hot meal. Uh, the sheriff's department, I just talked to Mr. Roy Grove. Uh, man, the sheriff's department and what they do on you know, to try to get everything back and trying to help everybody out. Uh, it's just amazing how this parish, and I can say the same thing about what's going on in Terrebonne. It is really bad, uh, you know, in that area, especially when you get way down the bayou, so to speak, and Dulac and Chauvin, Cornishan. I mean, yep. you know, just leveled that place, just absolutely leveled it. So it's a long rebuild, and but, you know, man, again, from a guy who lives here, has grown up here. Uh, we can't thank everybody enough for what they've been able to do uh, to help out and also restoration of power in areas where we're starting to see it more and more in Lafouche Parish. Uh, certainly in, in Thibodeau, they're starting to get quite a bit of it, and it's also hitting into the central Lafouche area, and the cavalry is coming in next week because it looks as though they'll have 1,500 to 2,000 new uh, people to install poles and lines and uh, and listen, if you the pictures of it does it no justice to see how just how devastated this area is and especially for older people and poor people that man it, it's really tough on them. You think about you know you worked all your life and then you lose your house, you know it's you know you know tugs at your heart certainly does, that's for sure. And it's a hard transition I'm about to make, talking about such a very, very personal and tragic thing. And, and Christian, let, let me, Christian, let me throw this out, too. Uh, Monday, 
because uh, Coach O let me know about this, Monday uh, they will have an 18-wheeler load of supplies that Coach O and the LSU uh, football department is getting down to the people on the bayou. Uh, and so it would be at the LaRose Civic Center. But, uh, man, listen, Coach O's like me. You know, you, you grew up down here. You know there's some tough people, and they need a little help right now. But uh, they'll be down there in Lafourche at the uh, – the Rose Civic Center had a big drive today uh, for certain things. And uh, now again, uh, Monday, uh, Coach O and the LSU Athletic Department football program uh, bringing in a 18-wheeler full of supplies. Hope that 18-wheeler shows up today against McNeese, too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we, <laughs> we need that LSU, uh, that LSU 18-wheeler. So what are you looking for tonight, Mike? What do you want to see? And, and improvement from last week's disaster of a loss against UCLA. Effort, come on! Uh, this is a this thank is you. Full of talent, four and five star recruits. Get off your ass and work. Thank you. Come on, yeah. you you can't play like this. You know this lack of effort. Listen, I, I'm all for if you don't play well and you get beat by a better team. UCLA is not a better team than LSU. They beat them last week. You can't tell me that that roster is better than LSU's. You got outcoached, you got outplayed, you got outhustled, and you showed little to no effort out on that field. And so, that man, the physicality, you, you sort of lost it. Okay, you lost the eye of the tiger last year, I get it. You won a national championship, you got your head in the clouds, but you got your head handed to you too. <laughs> uh, you, you shouldn't have come out and played that sort of football game. Poor effort across the board, and that lies on the foot of the coaches and the players. Yeah. It's just not one. Come on, you got to get yourself ready. And this was as poor an effort as I've seen in an LSU game uh, starter in my lifetime. This how bad they played. No effort. And uh, I was disappointed in it because two weeks before, you know, Coach O comes on, he tells us, hey, we got to cover the tight end. We got to stop the run. They're going to try to get us to the edge with those two big backs. They're going to run crossing patterns. They're going to blitz us. Okay, you knew what happened, still couldn't stop it. So, man, um, that was disappointing. But I want to see better effort and more physicality because that's what LSU is all about. That's a certain pride when you put on that purple and gold. I didn't see it Saturday. That's right. That's right. Mike, you. Tell them again, Mike. That's the certain pride you have when you walk out on the field in purple and gold. You have this aura about you that if you might come out and you might be a better team than us or you might not be a better team. doesn't matter what it is, but we're going to show you what we're working with. And that's the only thing that matters. If I punch you in the mouth, I want to see if you're going to punch me back, as they say. The other thing with that, they didn't show any enthusiasm, but we didn't have any kind of, uh, help from the coaching staff, and you alluded to it, where they didn't right. do anything at all, make any adjustments. Talk a little bit about that, Mike. My thing about it is, okay, if you knew what was happening, <laughs> come on, you, you got to have a plan against that. It wasn't like they changed something overnight. They did exactly what Coach said when he came on with us the Tuesday or the Wednesday before the UCLA game. He He made those comments. I mean, UCLA didn't get out of the game plan. They did exactly 
what he said they were going to do, and you couldn't stop it. Then at halftime, people say, oh, make all kind of adjustments. You can make a little bit. Herb, you've been a former player. You can't change the game plan up at halftime. You can make some adjustments. You make adjustments. But if you know, you know what's going on and you can't stop it, if I'm Chip Kelly, my thing is, man, I'm not changing up much of nothing. They ain't stopping it. And I didn't think I would see UCLA physically beat up LSU. And that they didn't beat them. They beat them up. Now, right. in the first quarter, I thought LSU's defense played pretty well. They got some pressure uh, on the quarterback, and he looked a little bit rattled. But so did Max. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, again, it's, th- it's hard to throw the football when you're horizontal or you got people in your face every yeah. play. And he, and he missed some easy throws. Bottom line, he, he had some throws there with wide-open receivers he didn't connect. And I think almost like uh, – like ghost pressure, phantom pressure was on him, and he was <laughs> pitched it out. But when come on, Herbert, if you don't have a running game, you ain't winning squat in this league. You can't nope. run the football and you don't stop the run, you ain't winning nothing. If you're not even attempting to run or create some some sort of creative run plays, like we didn't even try anything, it didn't seem like. And that, that for me as a former player was and as a fan, was frustrating to me as well. Yeah, the other thing too is you, and I and I get this to a certain extent. You're a little bit scared about, or a little bit tempered, of what if something happens to Max and you got to go to to Garrett, uh, since he's a true freshman. But you took away an element of his game. You didn't see him try to really run the football, and that nope. wasn't that a big part of his game late last year. Where man, yes, it was. you know, he, he got his athletic skills from his mom. Okay, <laughs> he because he, he don't Not run like bread. his pop. His pop, his pop couldn't run, uh, but his but his mom was a really good athlete, and he's got some wheels. And you sort of said, no, you know, don't do it. Stay in the pocket. Well, if I'm not going to run or try to create a little bit of avenue, I got some major issues. And UCLA took advantage of that. And again, the lack of change up at halftime, and we've seen this before. Come on, you got to adjust a little bit. But if I'm UCLA, after the success I had in the second quarter, why would I leave to do anything? They didn't stop it. And the big play to the tight end, man, if I'm Cody Ogeron this week, I'm saying, okay, Coach, uh, Coach Wilson, can I stop the football to the the tight end on the crossing routes? They ain't covered that all game. Uh, Maybe Jamal Pettigrew, the former LSU guy, makes a, you know, six or seven catches with all this. So, uh, the crossing patterns I know is something Durante Jones had talked to me about. We spent a lot of time this off season with, man, it looked like the same, same, same from a year from ago. last year. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like they don't know how to pass off the player from nope. zone to zone, it's you know, or if they know if they're even in the zone defense or oh, man. They, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. I don't know what it is. Can't pinpoint it. NFL and college football analyst, Mike Dettelier. Here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Her, I mean, uh, Mike, we're about out of time, man. Uh, thank you so much for the time. Hang in there down there in Lafouche. I know you, I know you guys are a very resilient we and could, tough, brother. tough we, community. Uh, we, yeah, we, you know, listen, we'll hang in there, and uh, it'll be a slow rebuild. But, uh, listen, they got some good people here and good people outside this area, too, that has helped. 
you know, a lot of people ain't going to include that, but they got a lot of people from outside, you know, the kind of Bayou River Parish area that have come in here to help us in New Orleans, Baton Rouge, out in southwest Louisiana. And, again, I can't thank the guys that are putting up the electricity, the police department here in Lafourche Parish, everybody, uh, along with Terrebonne also, and, and what they've been able to do to get things up in something you would have to actually see it to believe it. Yeah, you guys are, are led by uh, Archie Sasson, the parish president. He's doing a great Archie's job. Archie's good man. Archie's a good man. Gordy Dove, also out in the ceremony, does a fantastic job. Oh, Gordy Dove, that's my man. <laughs> yeah, that's I Mike. know you. Yeah, I know you know Gordy. I know Gordy from my uh, my my Bayou Buck days down there in, in Homer. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thank you, guys. Y'all take care. All right, Mike. Thank you, man. All right, NFL and college football analyst Mike Dettelier. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show rolls on here on WWL. Herb, I'm going to need you to pull some strings, man. You know what, what for? You got? What you got, Kato? I want so badly that Navy football helmet with the <laughs> Eagle Globe and Anchor on, on each side of it. I want that helmet so badly. So pull some strings. I, I, I know I you're a helmet, dude. Yep, that's right. So that's a beautiful strings. helmet. You saw it? Beautiful it's helmet, nice, huh? beautiful uniform. I like the red stripe. You're right. That's that. And that seeing the the pants on these guys, I see. I see. You know the. I guess the uniform that you were talking about, um, that the Marines would wear, or this. I guess this. This. You know, certain sergeant or captain or whatnot would wear. It's a beautiful yeah, uniform. I like it. I like both of them. Yeah. I like him, and I want that helmet really, really bad. So uh, got to figure out how we can make that happen. Don't worry about it. Let me I'm, make some moves. Let me make some few phone calls, and then I'm gonna right, have my I'm people a, call your people. All right, and we're gonna get together. Right. Sounds good. LSU <laughs> and McNeese coming up tonight. Uh, we'll, we'll continue till five o'clock. We'll hand things off to the LSU Sports Radio Network at five p.m. And Chris Blair and company have you covered a kickoff for seven p.m. It's LSU and McNeese. We talked about uh, what we want to see for in terms of improvement. Uh, and look, I'm, I'm past last week. I just am, and it, it, I've said my piece. I can't say it anymore. Uh, this is a game tonight, though, that for LSU, you got to get your confidence and swagger back. And if it takes beating McNeese, you know, 55 to three, 60 to three, whatever, then so be it. And go do it. I mean, you, you need some confidence. You start. You need to start building some trust in your teammates. It looks like, at least on defense, Herb, that. They 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 don't quite trust the other player because the, the communication is not very good. Do you get that? Am I off? Well, the one thing I've seen is um, not just that the communication is off, but they're communicating, but in a negative way. So if something is wrong, you see a guy looking at another guy, yeah. helmet shaking, eye, you know, his arms are wide. Like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Or whatever, whatever. I can only imagine what they're saying, but I know that. That's not normally a good look on the football field when something's happened in a DB or the linebacker. Somebody's looking at another DB. Like, what, what's going? You know, where were you? It's just, but that's the same thing we saw last year. We're trying to get away from that. We're trying to figure out what. Why is it so difficult? What's so complicated about this defense or the new defense now that we're seeing the same thing? It's football, guys. Zone defense is zone defense. Man to man is man to man. Whatever it is, it's the same thing. Stop overcomplicating it. Stop overthinking it, and just go out and play ball. And you know, Mike. You know, Mike touched on the first thing that I I touched on today. 
I just need you to go out there and enjoy what you're doing, have fun, and fly around. <laughs> you know, give me some enthusiasm and just show me that you want to be there. You know, it's it just it's just different. It was just I didn't see much of that last week. So I hope they can do that, especially against a, a former coach, Coach Ogeron's son. Maybe some of that will get them up and make that make them want to play better or whatever. It's an in-state team as well or – you know, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe they got you know family members in the stands. Whatever it is, I'm just looking for something to ignite these guys to kind of propel them for the remainder of the season to be great. Man, there shouldn't be any. You shouldn't need any kind of extra motivation. You're playing for Louisiana State University in the SEC. Every kid in this state dreams of playing football at LSU. So you in Tiger need Stadium, it. yep. Yeah, in Tiger Stadium. You shouldn't need – that's all the motivation you need right there. You're playing for the LSU Tigers, a uh, national championship program, multiple national championship program. And that, that to me, that would do it all for, for me, Herb. You went there. You played there. I'm sure so, you didn't need any more motivation than just that. No, and I think you're right. You're absolutely right about that. And then, like Mike said, these guys are four- and five-star athletes right they're, they're players four and five star players that you know that, you know you know sometimes that you know that may make a guy complacent or whatnot and then it falls on the coaches to make sure they can push them to a level to make them understand that they can get better they will get better they need to get better because whatever you were in high school you're gonna you're gonna need to be three times four times better than that in you know major division one college football especially in the sec um and I hope that they can see that, hope they can get that out of them. And I truly think that, that you know, I think the guys want to do it, but maybe they just don't know how to do it, and hopefully the coaches can get it out of them. This is where, Herb, that I think they, they miss Miles Brennan. It's not an indictment on Max Johnson, but they don't have yeah. a leader. They don't have a leader, a guy that's been experienced. I mean, Max Johnson can't correct anybody or push anybody because he's only three games – under his belt. So you need a guy that has some or experience. Defense. None of them. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I think they're, this is where they're missing Miles Brennan, that's for sure. All right. Coming up next hour, Jimmy Smith, publisher of TigerDetails.com, and your calls at 504-260-1870 on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Gulf Coast Bank and Trust, Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.